listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. Hey, that's us. Here we are, Friday, one week under our belt of our podcast here in the groovy little pod pad. And you made it in. You had to traverse the snow. And you did it. The snow wasn't bad. It was the other people on the road. That's always the case. You know, you got the guy that's going to go like 30 miles an hour because he doesn't want to end up in a ditch. And I respect that. Right. Then you got the guy that has, <laughs> I may have said a four-letter word or two. Then you got the guy who's in a pickup truck and an SUV who go flying by at 90 miles an hour because they have four-wheel drive. Right. So kind of the story here in Michigan. Uh, hey, it's uh, Mike and John. Got it going on. Our podcast here from the Groovy Little Pod Pad brought to you by our friends at Firehouse Doors in Howell. Call 810-599-7480 and ask for the Mike and John special. That's 5% off. Yeah, till April 1st, and uh, that's off your entire bill. No exclusions apply. Well, we uh, told our good buddy Tim uh, Tim Robinson we wanted yeah. to get a sports update for him. Of course, Matthew Stafford in the news these days. Not in a way he'd prefer. No, but, I mean, uh, it was a big to-do that... Uh, yeah. So let's, uh, we're going to get to give Tim a call Tim's here. unique take on this. I mean, he is a sports guy, so our sports connection. Yeah. Good morning, Mike and John. <laughs> well, someone's been dipping into the liquor cabinet a little bit early. What's that again? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you've broken into the liquor cabinet. Yeah. yeah. A little, yeah. little caffeinated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm watching uh, Andy Griffith. Uh, <laughs> it turns out that Otis Campbell is the rightful heir to something that Barney Fife thought he was the <laughs> rightful heir to. Oh my! Oh and my. <laughs> are ensuing, I'm sure. Right, right. And and what channel do you watch that on? Is it Me TV or something like that? It's on the Sundance Channel. Oh. Um, it's right after Perry Mason. After oh. you know. Are you sure that's not the Sundown channel? <laughs> Is that Geezer TV or what? So anyway, Tim, we wanted to talk to you about this whole thing with Matthew Stafford. I'm sure you saw at the celebration for the Rams, the uh, photo- the uh, the photographer fell off the stage and Matthew kind of <laughs> turned around and walked away. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's also he's also paying for her cameras and her uh, hospitalization. Yeah, so, right. I yeah. saw that you know him and his wife said they were going to pick up her her medical bills, but uh, and I think the Rams I think the Rams are too. It was just one of those, uh, well, you know, unfortunate things. Obviously, I'm <laughs> sure that uh, Hetty had a better idea of what was going on. Right. You know, that, I mean, did you you saw the video? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch the video because in the and look, the funny thing is, is well, not funny, but the interesting thing is about it is like he. It's not his fault that she fell off the right. stage. I mean, she was backing up and lost her footing and fell. It's just no. a, there was a fact that you know he may have been celebrating the victory a little bit, yeah. and and just kind of turned away. And his wife, his wife went to, to help. That right. was the thing. It's like take care of that, honey. <laughs> it's the look on his face. He's like, oh, oh. I want no part of that. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you know that Matthew does kind of. Duck the spotlight whenever possible. Right. It was kind of like, well, that's a quarterback sneak right there. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I am out of here. But, uh, well, and, you know, ultimately, I mean, I think fairly quickly, uh, you know, he and his wife, like you said, are going to pick up the medical bills. Right. Right. um, It's not like he's like a Russian. He's not like a Russian figure-getting coach or anything like that. <laughs> right, right. A little bit better than that. So so other things uh, going on now. Now, the baseball lockout's still going on, right? Yeah, yeah. They went for a grand total of 15 minutes yesterday. And uh, 
now they're saying uh, baseball is saying that if they don't have a uh, agreement by March first, which is what Tuesday, then uh, opening day might be um, in jeopardy. Wow, there might be you know. So I mean, it's just idiocy. <laughs> it, it is to to put it bluntly. Well, yeah. at least it's all. It's at least it's not all about money. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're doing a game tonight, Tim? Yeah, yeah, we'll be at Howell again. Um, as uh, the, the Howell girls are playing Brighton um, in a game where, if Howell should Howell win, they would uh, finish in a tie with Heartland or first place um, in the uh, KLA West. This is the last night of the regular season for the girls. Um, Harland is going to play Plymouth, and that should not be, um, let's see, a difficult task for the Eagles. And Plymouth is two and eleven in the league. Harland is twelve and one, and ranked, I think, number three in the state mm, still. Yeah. All right. So, so that's you know, and, and Brighton's always, you know, Brighton's always a quality opponent, and you know they're perfectly capable. So you know, it should be should be fun to watch. All right, that's tonight. What time's tip off? Seven. Around seven-ish, as we said before, and then um, the KLA playoffs begin on Monday, as do the hockey uh, regionals. So this is so we're kind of heading into uh, you know the postseason, basically. Yeah. So for the hockey, who's the team to watch this year? Um, well, Brighton and Heartland are are having pretty having pretty strong lately. Howell has a pretty good team. Uh, you know, it's the, the the three Livingston County teams. Uh, have been pretty strong over the last few years, so it should be an interesting, an interesting um, postseason. I don't think Brighton and Howell meet until they don't meet. They don't meet in the regional finals this week, so they would meet next week, which is the or the next uh, the next week. Uh, they, would, they would meet sometime in two weeks, which is when the um, uh, championships are being held. I don't know if they meet. The, I can't. I can't remember if they'll meet the championship or not, but it would be you know quarterfinals or semifinals at least. And, it, and Heartland is in a separate division, so it could be like uh, a couple of years ago when Brighton and Heartland both won state titles, um, you know, being eight miles apart. Right, which would be awesome. That would be cool. Yep, very cool. Now, do you uh, do you have any plans? Do you do it all, uh, call any of the hockey games at all? I've done hockey. Um, you know, I, I, we're trying to, just, trying to figure, figure, figure that out right now. Uh, but yeah, I've done hockey and you know, it's uh, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot different than doing basketball. That's for sure. A little quicker pace. It's quicker pace, and you know the 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 people the people on the ice change every forty five seconds at the very most, and so you know it's. it's you got to step up your game to cover hockey, don't you, Tim? What's that again? You, you got to step up your game. You got to be on it. Like, who's this going in? Number seven. What's his name? What's her? You know that kind of thing. It's a, I, it's a lot of. It's 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 enough to follow the puck. I, you know. I just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they they don't have the little line going across the ice like they do on TV for you. <laughs> no, no, they don't. no, no. You're not. It's nothing like TV. I'll tell you that. You know. Uh, first of all, you're 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 not sitting like it like a Joe no, Joe Lewis. I keep calling you Joe Lewis, but at Little Caesars Arena. They have what they call a gondola over the, and as you're, yeah. you're sitting, almost, it looks like you're sitting right on top of the ice, except you're 60 feet in the air. Right. You know, so you can see everything, but you know, it's a little, but you know, where, where, you know, with high school hockey, you're sitting in the stands, a lot of times with fans. Sometimes you have to, you know, uh, 
people are asking it because you know just because you have your headsets on doesn't mean people won't want it. Walk, oh, walk, yeah. walk. oh, we know. We know that goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and have, you know since since we're talking hockey, out of all the fa- all the sports uh, sporting events that you've covered locally, uh, do you run it. Who are the the parents that get the most say boisterous? You know the most vocal parents because I know as a soccer dad, you know there was the the fans get a little into it and they, you know it, it, it can get a little nasty. How about uh, I'm imagining yeah, hockey? Yeah, people can get a little fired up. But you know, uh, I've been to, I, when I used to when I worked at the paper years ago, I went to a few competitive cheer things, and the parents were were deep into that. It was uh, it was a little spooky. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, they're just so. I mean, so some of the cheers of those had actually involved the parents, which is, you know, it's not like, you know, it'd be like if, uh, you know, a mom and dad went out and skated a couple of shifts in hockey or came in to uh, <laughs> kick a field goal. You know, it's, uh, um, it's, it's, it's an unusual situation. But you know, I've I've seen. Well, you see parents in every sport kind of get fired right. up. Yeah. Sometimes they're against each other. Sometimes they're mad at the coach. It's, uh, you know, all very dignified. Right. Well, well yes, of course. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you, being a robotics dad, that yeah. the robotics teams get kind of... They get a little... Get a little rowdy. Too. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> well, of course. They're shooting lasers at each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little battle bots going on out there, yeah. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, battle bots. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim. Before we let you go, since you were watching Andy Griffith, uh, Andy Griffith, you got to do the whistle out. <laughs> oh, you know, you know. Have you heard the story of uh, when Ron Howard was playing basketball? He played high school basketball, and when he'd be at free throw, and when he'd be at like in the other schools' gyms. <laughs> All of the kids on the other in the other school, uh, you know, on the road would start whistling the Andy Griffith thing while he was trying to shoot free throws, which I thought was pretty clever, you know. But, yeah. Uh, but I don't I don't whistle that well, but I'll I'll give it a whirl. All right, All right here we go. Here we go. Very good. You know, you, you got in the groove there, Tim. <laughs> yeah, you got it towards the yeah, end. You picked you it up. All right, we're going to give you a lifesaver, and, and we'll chat again soon, Tim. Good enough. Thank All right, you and uh, yeah, uh, tip off tonight? Uh, around 7 o'clock. All right, and then, of course, they can find everything at the Livingston Post uh, if they uh, want to tune in tonight. Yes, indeed, they can. All, All right, right, Tim. Awesome. Tim Robinson, thanks for checking in this morning. Appreciate it. Okay. No problem. Talk to you soon. All right. Yeah, we've got uh, your two-cent history lesson coming up. We posted uh, online uh, last night or yesterday afternoon. We're looking for an official Mike and John logo. Right. Mike and John got it going on logo and a, uh, a Mike and John caricature. Right. So we can put this on merch and our friends at Spirit of Livingston working with us on that and maybe uh, get a merch store going on. And, right. We're, and, we're looking for something pretty cool. So we, we want a caricature. Now, our, our good friend at uh, Christina Maria Photo she drew up a couple of quick little logos for us and, and shot those over to us. And those look awesome. So yeah. thank you to her. Um, uh, but we still need a caricature uh, to to kind of go along with that. So I, I think if, uh, you know, hopefully someone will step up. We, we, a, a young yeah. local student now, may wait be interested. A what, what? Wait a minute. What? You're already giving Christina the, uh, the go here. Right. What about me? I have to get to say in this, too. It's not all about you because we're in your basement. Okay. What do you you want to? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Maybe somebody else comes up with something that maybe uh, I like. 
Well, a little I, better. I, I understand, but we can We're use them. We together. can use them all. We can. <laughs> we've it, got a board behind us. It so. was free. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was free. Oh yeah, the price is right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but it was very good. No, I no, it was. I'm it was, just saying. No, but right. everybody's, you know, some people are saying, well, what do you want? And we're just saying, right. it's just something, something hip, something different. When we, it's kind of one of those things like when you see a, a car, or a house. It's like when you see it, you go, that's it. Right. Right? Right. So whatever... Uh, right. And so to whatever extent anyone wants to caricature our super action figures here... Yeah, you could do that too. You know. Yeah. Hold on. You want... <laughs> with Fonz. Hey. hey. All right. Yeah, we're adults. <laughs> we're, we're approaching 60. So, <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're looking for caricatures, uh, logo, that kind of thing, so we can put it uh, on merchandise. And when we go out right. and when we, when we do the podcast at uh, your business, which we could be doing anytime soon. Mm. Mm. If you think about it. Yeah, if you have a coffee place. Right. We, we need an official coffee of Mike right. and John. I'm Got it going on. I still keep thinking about that uh, White Castle breakfast sandwich that Jeremy you know, and Danielle Borton told us about the other day. <laughs> Every morning I'm like, boy, I wonder what that tastes like. Here's here's something that's new. Uh, Hostess has developed, since we're talking food and cheap right. food, has developed jumbo-sized donuts or donuts. Little donuts, but sure. they're big. Right. And they're packed with caffeine. <laughs> Little donuts, but they're big. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, it says they're packed with caffeine, so you get your really? caffeine and donut at the same time. Oh. <laughs> now, see, now, I imagine it's like a coffee-filled donut. You bite into it and hot coffee goes, ah! <laughs> no, just caffeine. Okay. <laughs> you can dip it in your coffee if you right, want. Right, sure. And get a double but, dose well, of caffeine. Right. But yeah, or your, or your Jolt Cola. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that stuff was interesting. Awful. All right, caffeinated donuts. Awesome. Yeah, caffeinated. All right, donuts. All right. interesting. Interesting. Hey, there was a big event at uh, the uh, Howell Theater last night. We're going to talk to Stephen Bearden in uh, just a few minutes uh, regarding that. Uh, first, though, our broadcast brought to you by our friends at Firehouse Doors in Howell. Right, and of course, serving residents the past twenty-four years, a family-owned business. They treat each customer like family. I am a customer as well, and I can attest to that. Uh, it's a veteran-owned business. Mike, having served in the U.S. Air Force, he was uh, uh, deployed for Operation. Desert Shield and Desert Storm. It's your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. And until April 1st, tell them Mike and John sent you. You get 5% off the entire bill. No exclusions apply. And don't forget, the fine folks at Firehouse Doors, of course, presented us with the fine Mike and John uh, got it going on microphone. Statue. It's like our first tra- trophy, right. don't you I think? Feel, I feel it like we've won an award. It's, it is kind of nice. <laughs> it's, it? you know, it's a very major award. <laughs> yes, it is. It's fragile. <laughs> but it's very cool, so thank you. All right, we're going to give Stephen Bearden a call. Stephen was at the event, big part of the event last night at the uh, Howell Theater, and there were some questions on whether or not they were going to uh, have this because of all the, uh, the snow that happened. But uh, the event went on. It was a Paying It Forward with Music event. And hopefully Stephen is... Uh, Wide awake and ready to go. Well, that's this what we hope. I, I mean, it was a late night, I'm sure. And it was cool that everyone made it because he showed some pictures. Like, oh, oh, well, that's. Oh. Oh. Hey, Stephen Bearden. Oh, see. Oh. All right. Should, should we leave a message? Sure, we are. All right. Sure. Okay, let's see. He might call back. You may hang up or press one for more options. Okay. 
I was going to press one for more options, but I think we should just I leave think Steve this is the message. one. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. It's uh, Mike and John from Mike and John Got It Going On. I uh, wanted to uh, catch up with you about the paying it forward with music event last night with uh, Stephen Keener. If you give, it, if you can, give us a call back during the uh, podcast this morning. Yeah. So. All right. Well, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Anything else? Later. Gator. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're you're a hipster. You well, are yeah, well. You know, I, say, I quite am the hipster. So, let me tell you. Know, you know, you know when people set up a phone interview with you and they're not there for it, it's kind of well. Now to sometimes. be fair, like I was saying, I, I, the pictures that he posted last night, even with the weather, looks like they had a packed house, yeah. and that was good to see. And it's for a great cause, which hopefully Stephen will be able to join us and, and tell us more about. Um, and it looked like a fun night, so I'm sure it was you know late night and enjoying and having fun and. Having fun. <laughs> Not pulling a Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I don't think anyone fell off the stage. I'm sure it was fine. Not that we know yeah. of. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Hopefully we'll hear back from Stephen. Yeah. It was, it's, a, it's a great story, so hopefully we'll hear from Stephen today. Uh, survey by Canon USA. And if you're a parent, you can probably relate to this because uh, my boys have, have grown and moved out of the house. We just uh, my, my youngest, who's now 22, moved to Denver and is living it up. Out on his own. Mm-hmm. How, old's your, how old's your son? 22. Oh, my God. 22 years old. Yeah. And my Living oldest is 26. Mm. Remember when you were 22? You were in a basement, weren't you? I was. And I was. Not, not in this basement, but <laughs> not far off. And mom and dad. Mm. Survey of anyway. 2,000 parents with school-aged kids found the average parent, 6 out of 10, still have their kids' baby teeth. Right. Still have their kids' right. baby teeth. You know how you collect I, the... Right. Eh, this is... Gross. It's, it is gross. And I, uh, I think I told you that story not that long ago about we were cleaning out the house, kind of de-junking, and came across this bag of teeth. <laughs> and I'm like, this is just, this is... That's weird. When th- you think about it, it is This is weird. mass murder stuff here. This is like, what is this? Here's my bag of teeth. And you go... And I got at the time you save them. He's like, "Oh, this is cute," and you put them. And then see, maybe first they, tooth, first haircut. Right. I get that. But, but they but. give you like the dentist will give you like these little things. It looks like a tooth, and you open it up, and you can put the you know teeth in there. Or yeah, whatever. I remember those. So you there you are encouraged as a young parent to save these teeth, and then you kind of just do it out of habit, and then 10, 20 years later, you go. What is this gross <laughs> bag of teeth? He's got to go. What they am I doing with these? The yeah, these are nasty. Uh, <laughs> the average uh, parent has amassed an incredible 1,293 keepsakes mm. from their kids over the years, and that includes some of the art projects they bring home. Maybe that clay project oh, yeah. when you were in, <laughs> when you were in art class and you tried to make something that uh, I remember making like a uh, it was like a flower. Something you would put on a wall that you could put flowers in. Right. And, you know, when you paint it and you glaze it, <laughs> you give put it to it your mom. Like, oh, oh, this is quite lovely. Yeah. I'll just put so, this here in this drawer. 51% of parents make scrapbooks. Did yeah. you get into scrapbooking? My or, wife did. Yeah. She still is. Still. And, yeah. and does anybody see them? Yeah, actually. They're very, they're. They're very well done. Don't I mean, bring them in. <laughs> I got a whole shelf of them. Trust me. But they are, it is, if you're into it and you want to put the time into it, sure. It's, it is cool to kind of see everything laid out that way. And then, you know who gets it after you pass away? The kids. Right, and they go throw this in the dumpster with everything else. We rented a dumpster, it's in the driveway. <laughs> 1 800 call junk. 
And what parent doesn't have one of those Thanksgiving turkeys made with the hand? Mm. Didn't every kid do that? Yes. I think we did that when we were right. kids. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, and, and again, part of that de-junking that I was talking about of our house, we went through. So the kid thing, and this was, this was the funny thing, is so I had three kids. So the oldest kid, the biggest box of oh, stuff, yeah. saved everything. He put a crayon to a piece of paper. It's like, oh, this is a masterpiece. You know, throw it in there and save it or whatever. By the third kid, I, we could have put it in a manila folder. Because <laughs> <laughs> by the third kid, you're like, yeah, yeah, get rid of that. Well, it's kind of like when you have your first child and, you know, you drop their pacifier on the floor and say, oh, my gosh, got to right. sanitize this, everything else. Second kid, you're just wiping it on your pants, shoving it in their mouth. <laughs> you almost died. Died. <laughs> there, it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> give, it, give it a little lick and it's good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, you, you, time marches on. And, yeah, and, and I guess that that was the thing when we went to go, because stuff collects over the years. And you. Can can we pan to some of your stuff no, that's no, on the wall? Don't, you don't want me to touch it. Tripod's very delicate. <laughs> don't. <laughs> the whole thing will go falling. Don't touch it. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, we when you go through and you just like, at a certain point, you have to make, you have to be kind of brutal in the decision making. Yeah. You're like, well, I really want to keep... No, goodbye. And it's like, nope, forget it. Didn't make here. the cut. Yeah, it, it really... You it, have to... It's kind of like being a Little League coach. Right. I mean, I know people... <laughs> were gotta, the... I'm sorry, your kid's sorry, not good enough. your kid your, sucks. Your kid's crap yeah. is good enough. Right. We're going to have to right. throw it out. Right. <laughs> Did you notice why he's in left field? <laughs> Only towards the end of the game when we're up by 10 runs. Uh, so, yeah, you just got... I remember there's that show on Netflix, that Marie Kondo show about decluttering and and her whole philosophy was like you have to ask yourself like does this give me joy you know and you're like i get that yeah. okay the guy aesthetic is do i really want this crap yeah. and you just it's next. more stuff to put in a tub right. to haul and put in storage and bring it out whenever you decide right. so you to do be, so you got to be brutal about that yeah. I understand. so it is kind of tough right coming up monday we're going to be talking with lindsay root uh local historian uh he is going to be putting on a um uh, an event at the Howe Opera House next Friday, February 25th from noon to 2. Uh, and this is uh, part of the Livingston Diversity Council's Black History Month celebration. And uh, Lindsay is going to be talking about... I just... <laughs> I had everything... I had everything arranged on my screen and then I closed it. <laughs> so... You know, you're not a very good producer of this uh, show. I, well, let's see you step up, fella. <laughs> We're uh, in your groovy little hippie pad basement. Uh, anyway, uh, he's going to be talking about uh, a woman named Lulu Very Childers. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correct, but he'll tell us. And um, she and it's, the name of the program is called From Howell to Howard. Uh, Howard University, right. specifically. And, uh, you know, Lindsay, like I said, a local historian. He's done a lot of uh, research uh, on, uh, you know, local Howell, uh, you know, interesting folks through the years. And uh, Lulu Vera Childers is one of them. And, uh, again, this will be at the Howell Opera House from noon to 2. We'll be talking to Lindsay on Monday uh, to get more about that. So uh, we're looking forward to that. You better, that might be Stephen. Well, it's just a notification. Oh, oh I did don't, not. Don't. Oh, see, told you. <laughs> He needs some time to clear his head. 
So you were right. It was a good night. Plus a good night. Ask him if he fell off the stage. No, I'm not going to ask him if he fell off the stage. Okay. You know what? We'll catch up with Steve sometime next week. I, I, think. I guess. I, right? know, I don't know. I, I, but yeah, he's got. I got three notifications from him. So I, dang it, he says. I just woke up. Can I have some time to clear my head? So, yeah, we'll we'll catch up with him another time. I think we call him right you, now. You want to call him now? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. I got to go I to mean, redial. And, you know. All right, we're going to redial him now and, and see if we can get him. All right. We'll ask him if his head's clear. Right. This is what happens when you try I mean, to do this. We line. did arrange to talk yeah. to him at 7, right? Yeah, and okay. it's already 7 08. Right. The head so. should be cleared. Good, good. Well, hello there. Hey, good morning. Steve, is the head cleared yet? No, but that's okay because my my heart is big and my heart is full. Yeah, and it, and it should be. So yeah, so we're 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 on. Just so you know, uh, and and we're talking with. Well, that makes that makes two of us. Yeah, <laughs> or three of us. Yeah, me, me excluded. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Stephen Bearden. Of course, Stephen, you you've kind of you kind of set this event up uh, last night that was at uh, the Howell Theater, and uh, this after a, after a great story when you met uh, Stephen Keener. Can can you give us a brief for those? that haven't heard the story on how this all came about. I know you met him at a discount tire and things kind of went from there. Well, if anybody that knows me knows, uh, if you ask me a simple question, what time is it, I'll take three hours until I get to build a watch. So I'll try to encapsulate <laughs> a very a very long story. But um, in summary, um, I, I feel that uh, this was supposed to happen. Uh, it wasn't something that just happened. I had uh, gone down to a, uh, a music store, and I decided at the spur of the moment to pick up a, a used acoustic guitar for my for my niece, uh, who is very interested in music. Uh, and I had to then come back to Howell at an appointment at Discount Tire to to uh, get new tires in my truck. And I arrived early. And on top of they, they said it was going to be at least ninety minutes to, to, uh, to get to complete the job. And I'm not one to sit around uh, for that length of time. Yeah. I need to be busy. And I was trying to figure out what to do, and it dawned on me that I, I had this used acoustic guitar that I bought my niece in my truck, and I thought, why not? And so I took the guitar inside the waiting room of Discount Tire. All right, now wait a minute. You get this guitar yes. and you're in Discount Tire. Did did you get the some funny looks like okay, okay this guy's going to serenade us or what? You know, <laughs> I, I did. I I think it was my my poor playing though. <laughs> <laughs> so it uh, I I think people were starting to reach in and uh, looking for a place to put their quarters to pay me to play. But, uh, <laughs> put a hat down, yeah. But yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I I really wasn't playing as much as just sort of practicing some basic skills. I just started to play, and uh, I felt a presence of someone had walked up to me, and it was a gentleman that, uh, that asked if he could sit next to me, and I, I said certainly. And that that gentleman was Stephen Keener, and we we really talked a lot about music, and I felt a connection to him, and I it. I felt that maybe he's not just a music fan, but possibly a, a musician. So I, I asked him a simple question, do you play? And he was very humble, and he said, I do. Uh, I've, I've been playing since I was nine years old. And I immediately stopped what I was doing and, and literally just handed the guitar to him. I said, please. And 
he just started playing and he just started singing and it was not just his unique tone and his playing skills but the emotion and the feeling that he puts into every single note every chord every phrase was captivating and uh i'm not one to do the following but i i i I did, and I asked him his permission. I said, "This, I said, this may sound odd, and I want to ask your permission. Is it okay if I record this and put it up on Facebook?" And he, uh, he's a very humble man, and uh, he said, "I, I don't know why you would want record me." He said, "Nobody's going to watch that or or care." But he says, "If sure, if you'd like to, please do." And I did, and the rest is history caught a lot of attention. I think a lot of people felt and heard the same thing I did. And he's got a real, he's got a real unique story that like he, he, touched your heart. He does. He does. And, um, I don't know guys, how, how much time or how much detail you want me to go into that. And, and I, I tend to get emotional when I talk about it, but he is, um, he is a, 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 a great guy, a kind soul that has uh, seemed like, uh, how do I say this? If it weren't for bad luck, I don't think he would have had any luck at all right. in his life. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's, it, it, you guys met at, at Discount Tire. It almost sounds like something you would see in a movie and go, oh, this could never happen. And then, then it led to this, this show last night at the Howell Theater. So it, was a, it ended up where... Uh, I know you had posted about, hey, we're going to do this, uh, paying it forward with music, but it ended up being a fundraiser last night to help out Steven. Right, and you, you teamed up with uh, Mark Howell, our good friend Mark Howell, at, at Fund the Life. Yes, yes. Well, it, it made perfect sense because, uh, well, to go back to what you first said, guys, um, it was it, uh, one of the things that I realized after meeting Stephen Keener not just at Discount Tire, but after having him over to my home several times for uh, for get-togethers, is uh, it was easy to see that financially he was in a, a, a very difficult position. He and his right. wife Sandy, and I knew that we we could, with the support of our amazing community, that, that we could we could address that. But honestly, guys, what I I felt he needed much more than financial support is uh emotional support and that is what i that was my first reason for putting this together and it really evolved honestly i was initially going to get him together with just some friends and listen to his uh unique playing skills and it just kept growing to the point where we brought in a professional band whiskey fix to to support him uh and the concert grew from him on a stool playing uh, a solo acoustically to at the very end some pretty impressive full band con- uh, songs but so cool um, i i i lied to steven a little bit all along because i didn't want him knowing this was a fundraiser because i knew it would really touch him and i wanted him focused on on the task at hand so uh, i secretly along with mark howell from fund of life we all uh, set out to to raise money for for Steven and, and Sandy Keener, and uh, and then the show last night at the Howell Theater, and even with the weather, it looked like a packed crowd. Yeah, 
you know, you know what's amazing is uh, it's a very small theater, and we do at most it can only hold about 180 to 200 people uh, for that type of a setup with the band and all the equipment. Uh, pr- uh, we had we sold 198 tickets. Wow, awesome! Now, but it, not only that, but what was really impressive in the face of the storm. Just within minutes, even before the concert, tickets were still being sold, oh, and wow. people still came out in force. And we had well over 150 people yeah. coming out in that storm to support Stephen Keener. Yeah, that that said a lot. I mean, frankly, I was, at one point, I thought, gosh, they're probably going to have to cancel that show. That's what I was thinking, you too, know. and you kept uh, posting on social media, it's still on, it's still yeah. on, and that is so awesome that the community stepped right. up for and, that. And, and, and when I saw the photo of the crowd, I was like, that is amazing that, despite that weather, because I was out in it early I mean, uh, early in the afternoon when it was only had only started coming down and the roads were horrible. So by later in the afternoon into the evening, I know they weren't much better, if not worse. But people still made that effort to get there, uh, you know, because, A, uh, you know, for, basically it's going to be a fun night, great music, but also because of this great cause. Yeah. It was impressive. We, we live in a, a great community. Well, I, you know, I know part of it being a great community is the great work. Uh, that you and Gwen do, uh, but and Mark Howell and everyone else that comes together. You know that's the nice thing about it. I think that we've seen is that you know everybody is kind of does their part, and then when they need to, people team up and they come together and and they work together in ways that you know often you don't see in other communities. Everyone's kind of just in their own little thing and they do their thing. That's the nice thing about Livingston County is we see these groups kind of work together for the common good, and that's that's the heartwarming thing. Oh, indeed. Well said. Well and, said. And, and and another a big shout out to Mark Powell and Fund of Life. Uh, the work that uh, the Ted and Jane Von Voigtlander Foundation has, does is uh, um, a little bit different than, than last night. Uh, typically much larger projects, if you will. Right. Uh, yeah. As opposed to Mark Howell and Fund of Life, where they make huge impacts directly with individuals and families. And in knowing Mark and his passion and what he's been able to do for so many, it made complete sense to team up with them. And thank God I did, because without Mark and, and, and his people, there's no way we could have pulled off what we did last night. Well, and I, you know, like you said uh, in your video that you posted uh, regarding you meeting Stephen at uh, at Discount Tire, it was just something that was meant to happen, and, and you having some connections in the community, the great connections that you have, putting this thing together last night for uh, Stephen Keener. What a what a great event, and uh, kudos to you and Gwen and, and everybody that came together, Stephen. We we appreciate you joining us this morning and sharing the story. What uh, what a great story here in Livingston County. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't say that uh, I, I all the big thanks really goes to God. I, I believe that he wanted this to happen and he wanted us to come together. Um, and that's why it happened. And, and that's where the big thanks go. And uh, the second big thanks goes to our community for coming out and, and making a huge difference in, in the lives of Stephen Keener. What yeah, an awesome great. story. Is there is there any more uh, as far as uh, being able to help out that folks could do that hear this today? Oh, absolutely. There is uh, 
I, I don't know if you have a website or something. I, I there's no way that I could. I, I literally just roll out of bed, guys. I was up until <laughs> in the morning last night. Yeah, we figured. With a low, with, with a, not, not partying. No, no, no we, we understand. We, we understand. No. no, we get it. it. Was it was a, it was a it was a big night. No, yeah, no, we, to, we totally get it. There is a website. There is a website, and, and I can provide that to you offline. And yeah, you yeah, yeah, we'll share it. Send that to us, or, or I, am, I wonder if they just go to the Fund to Life website if they'd find uh, the links there, maybe. I bet, I bet you're right. Yeah, I but se- right. but send us that info, and we'll we'll push that through for sure. Thanks, guys. All right, All right. Stephen Bearden, thanks so much for joining us this morning. We know we rolled you out of bed for this. We appreciate it. God bless. Uh, thanks, guys. You All as well. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, I'm glad we got to talk to Stephen. What a great story that yeah, is. It I is mean, an awesome just, story. Just fantastic and, stuff. Uh, so, like you said, it's the stuff you see those in movies. And you're like, well, this is sappy, stupid. Yeah. That would never happen. <laughs> I, just watching Stephen's yeah. video, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a Hallmark Channel right. thing. And and he was very emotional. And even watching it, I was. Getting a little yeah, choked no, up. no, it's, it's, it's a great it story, a great story. And, uh, you know, and, and like Stephen said, he, if you if you look into Stephen Keener's, his story is is an amazing story. Like he said, if you didn't have bad luck, you'd have no luck at all. Yeah. Uh, but I think that changed last night, or it, it changed did. the minute he met Stephen, and, and things started to turn around. Yeah. So, um, all right, want to do the two cent history let's, lesson let's before we call the, it a week? Our yeah. first week here yeah, in well, the uh, groovy little we've made uh, it an podcast. entire week. <laughs> yes, we have. The empire is growing. There you go with the hands. <laughs> yes, it is. Are you going to go with this? Mm-hmm. Well, now we have video. I've never had video before. I only had the radio. Now we're on video. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, we go from a great heartwarming story to I you know. and Dr. <laughs> Evil. Tuesday history lesson. All right, Tuesday right, history lesson today, February 18th. It's drink wine day. For some, that's every day. Yeah. It's also <laughs> Cow Milked While Flying Day. On ni- this day in 1930, a Guernsey cow named Nellie J, or Elm Farm Ollie, was flown 72 miles from Bismarck, Missouri, to St. Louis for the International Air Exposition, and therefore that's this, the cow that ends up on the, uh, the milk carton. Interesting. Because they were going to drop bags of milk or cartons of milk down to the, uh, the fans there in St. Okay. Louis, the people of St. Louis. Right. It's National Battery Day. National Battery Day. And we're using more and more of those. Uh, yeah. How's the battery holding out on her? So far, so good. Just checking. It's also Pluto Day, once named the ninth planet of our solar system, but downgraded to a dwarf planet. Poor Pluto. <laughs> Went to psychologist after Sorry. that to get a little help. You don't have the proper yeah. orbit, yeah. Pluto. It's kind of like the kids' stuff we were talking about earlier that gets kind of bumped into the the bin. <laughs> Sorry, Pluto. Pluto was like the third kid. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we don't care about that. You're, yeah, you're a little nah. small. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You don't orbit correctly. In calling a, a dwarf planet, should it be maybe a little planet? Yeah, a little person planet. You know, we don't, dwarf yeah. doesn't use anymore, is it? Okay. 1885 in this day, Mark Twain's The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn was published. Did you ever read Huck Finn? I did. I think everyone should read it. It's, yeah. one of those, it's one of those books, by the way, it's a classic piece of American literature, and it's one of those books that they're trying to ban in places, and you're like, really? Okay. Good for you. <laughs> I watch Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> I think, no, say. I don't think that counts. Not the same? No. 1969. Exactly. I don't know if anybody trying to ban Huckleberry Hound either. Oh I would fight just as hard. Oh no, darling. you're not banning Huckleberry <laughs> Hound either. 1969, Lulu. Best known for the hit single, To Sir With Love. Yes. In 1969, married Maurice Gibb of the Bee Gees. Did you know that? I did not know I didn't that. see you learn a little something All every right. time we do with the history lesson. Right. Even though it's only a two-cent history lesson, 
It's worth every penny. 1979, snow fell in the Sahara Desert hmm. on this day. Okay. Probably it not happens. as much as we got yesterday. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, 1990, Freddie Mercury made his final public appearance on the stage when he joined uh, the rest of Queen to collect the Brit Award for Outstanding Contribution to Music. Right. Sad demise. Yes. But uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, if you've not seen that movie, I... I got to put it on my things to do this weekend. It is a really, really good movie. All right. Britney Spears attacked Us Magazine in 2005 after it published photos of her honeymoon without her permission. The weekly publication Us printed five pages of pictures of Spears and Kevin Federline. Right. Remember him? Not really. I mean, the only reason that name even stands out is because he married Britney Spears. He was, and wasn't he a dancer? I thought he was I, one of her was dancers dancer, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. See if you would have continued with that dance oh, career. Oh boy, things could have really been, been different. Beach in Fiji. <laughs> in Rio de Janeiro, serving her drinks. <laughs> Here you go, Miss Spears. <laughs> 2006 in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, the Rolling Stones gave a free concert before a crowd of over one million people. Wow. At the Copacabana Beach. Mm. Did they do Copacabana? No, they should have. Yeah, they should have. And finally, 2013, $50 million worth of diamonds were stolen in an armed robbery in Brussels Airport, Belgium. Did they get them back? Not that I know of. <laughs> but whoever stole them had the stones. See what I did there? Stole the jewelry, the diamonds, stones. Is it time to call it a week? <laughs> Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I want to thank our friends at Firehouse Firehouse Doors for uh, being our sponsor. Our first sponsor here on Mike and John. Got it going on. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, they're one of our show sponsors, and we're really appreciative for their support. And, of course, we will be back on Monday. As we mentioned, we'll be talking with the local historian Lindsay Root about an upcoming presentation at the Howell Opera House. Um, and uh, stay tuned to the Mike and John Facebook page. We'll have uh, some other details um, about whatever it is the hell we do. Whatever it is we got going on. I don't know. Because it's Mike and John well, got it going true. on. That's true. We do have something. Right now we're kind of running out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> we need those donuts. Those caffeinated donuts. Have a great weekend.